You're now listening to the Deep Edge Podcast with your host, technology expert, Ray Moda, giving you the rundown on telecom, cloud, and all things business and tech. This is the Deep Edge Podcast. Let's go! The broadcast is now starting. All attendees are in listen-only mode. Hello, this is Ray Moda. And welcome to this webinar. I'd like to thank everyone for taking their time to participate. I'm CEO and Principal Analyst for ACG Research. ACG Research is an analyst and consulting company, primarily focused on the service provider space and large enterprises. I'll start off by saying that there's been many lessons learned over the last few years. We have a new norm, and despite some of these challenges, we still see this continued thirst for more bandwidth, and not just regular bandwidth, but highly reliable, secure bandwidth. And what we're also seeing is this new hybrid work-at-home strategy. It's here to stay. Enterprises that traditionally had 50 branch offices now have 500-plus remote workers, and these home connections need to meet compliancy. They need to meet the same level of requirements that traditional uh, branch offices had. So bandwidth is dynamic and bandwidth continues to grow. So I'm excited today because participating in this webinar from Aurelion, we have CEO Stefan Goher and also Vice President of Strategy, Johan Addison. Gentlemen, thanks for joining the webinar. Thank you, Ray. Uh, thank you very much, Ray. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Now, maybe what I'd like to do is it's set the groundwork. I'd like to make this more of a of an interactive discussion. Uh, so it's okay to interrupt me. It's okay to interrupt each other. Okay. So let's, uh, make it entertaining for our audience. Now, before we get started into the discussions of the topic, uh, are you able each to talk about what your role is at Aurelion? Yeah, sure. I can, uh, I can start. And so my name is, uh, Stefan Jairid. Uh, it's a very difficult name to pronounce in any language, even in Swedish, I must say, but, uh, but still, uh, and I'm uh, CEO of uh, Aurelion, uh, and uh, I've been uh, uh, working in this industry for a long time, uh, almost a quarter of a century, uh, and uh, been following the development and the growth, really, of, uh, of Internet and connectivity throughout that uh, entire quarter of a decade. Then. Cool. My name is Johan Ottesson. I joined uh, uh, what was uh, then Tilia Sonora International Carrier. Uh, and how, how about that, that for a name, right? Um, <laughs> uh, five and a half years ago, roughly. And just uh, the day when I started, we uh, we rebranded into Telia Carrier. So it feels like a nice wrapping up and talking about what is what is Aurelion and, and the next uh, chapter. So before that, I was working as a, as a consultant in, in M&A and uh, strategy and, and telecoms and, and high tech, basically. Excellent. Now well, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, uh, go yeah. ahead. No, and, and now uh, uh, I'm working with, from the inside, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm being part of what is an, uh, an acquired company. So it's, it's great to be on, <laughs> on the other side of the fence in that context. Right, that's good being on the other side there, right? So now, now correct me if I'm wrong. I think the last time we spoke was November of 2020. Um, what has happened since the last time we spoke when the company became Talia Carrier? 
Uh, well, it's been uh, quite a quite a journey uh, since then. It, it it actually feels like it's been a, a lot of uh, years past, almost over <laughs> over that time frame. Even though it's only like fifteen months, right? But uh, first of all, I, I would say that uh, of course we've been uh, fully fully divested out of uh, out of Telia Company, and we're a separate uh, company now. We're bought by uh, pension funds out of uh, Sweden uh, called Folum Infra. Uh, and uh, now, just as of late, and uh, uh, only well, about a month ago, we also rebranded, which is natural, since we're of, of course leading, leaving, uh, uh, or have left uh, Telia Company then into Aurelion uh, instead, and, and that's been uh, quite uh, quite an exercise for us. If we if we look at us as a as a company, I would say that uh, yeah, I mean like any other company throughout this time period. Uh, we probably hoped and desired and wished for that the pandemic would be over a lot quicker. Uh, I wouldn't say that it necessarily is over uh, right now, but at least I think everyone feels that there is a little bit of light in the end of the tunnel, at least. Um, but, but of course, uh, we kept on really making sure that we stayed on our, uh, on our agenda. Uh, throughout this time period, both uh, in the pandemic era, but also in the in the divesture era, uh, so to speak, for us then as well, right? To make sure that we kept on uh, uh, being that fundamental part of the uh, uh, of the ecosystem and really continue to grow our our uh, footprint, uh, both in 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 Europe, but maybe predominantly in the in the U.S. market. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, I think it's important that you mention U.S. market because I think a lot of our audience, even some of my own analysts, aren't as familiar of the exposure uh, and footprint that you have in North America. And you're planning to expand, correct me if I'm wrong about that? Or That's, uh, that, that's correct. And I think that's also one of the things that have changed uh, the most since, uh, since I joined as well five, five years ago and part of a deliberate strategy, right? It's... Uh, gone from being uh, one of the regions to, to our most important sales sales regions. And uh, I think also in terms of market uh, coverage, uh, we've expanded uh, uh, to be not only in the major markets, but really in the, uh, the second and third tier cities as well, right? So uh, we're rolling out more of our own uh, network infrastructure, and we're also growing our sales teams in the, uh, in the North American market. So... Uh, a lot of exciting development and uh, and a lot of uh, good good news coming up from uh, from there at this moment. And, and has there been some portfolio additions or expansion as you look to do that at all, or not so much relating to the North uh, North American market, but definitely um, as part of our uh, overall growth uh, growth strategy. I think we've. Um, uh, reinforced some of the areas that, that we're traditionally good in, right? So mm-hmm. you mentioned at the outset of the call that uh, internet has become more important uh, as part of the, the COVID-related changes, right? right? So one of the things that we did pioneer was to uh, have uh, RPKI as a, as a fundamental part of our service, uh, added more uh, uh, DDoS capabilities to mm-hmm. make our customers stay uh, uh, up despite uh, more more uh, customer um, facing attacks, right? And then also, um, I think just the the transition that uh, that COVID sparked when it comes to the uh, uh, migration towards the cloud, also making sure that our cloud 
ecosystem and our direct connectivity is distributed uh, in as many places as possible globally, right? So looking at the top five cloud providers, I think we're now one of the best connected if you look at uh, Microsoft Azure, AWS mm. and, and Google Cloud, right? Sure. So that regardless if our customers go uh, through the internet or de- dedicated connectivity that we can provide a, a, a good solution for that. Yeah, I think you touched on something that's important. You know, people uh, in our industry have always known the importance of backbones and reliability and security, right? But people outside of the industry are starting to realize how important it is for business continuity to stay connected. So in a way, it's made a level of awareness that I haven't seen uh, in the in the market before. Now, one of the things that we talked about is um, is you completed this new rebranding. You have this new visual identity name called Aurelion. Tell me a little bit more about that process, and more importantly, am I even pronouncing the name correctly? Yeah, you're you're actually really really close. I would oh, say, okay. think, right? or if not spot on, even okay. so. <laughs> so uh, but it's uh, Aurelion, uh, and uh, and and it's a it's a it, it's a, it's a name that we feel very confident with, and, and and feel that it's a very strong name. And in in the foundation of the name, of course, you have the the word reliability uh, in that sense. But it's also borrowing a little bit of, uh, of inspiration, I would say, from 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 stars. And and uh, you have Orion, you have Sirius, and you have a few other out there in, in in that sense so it and and then of course then tying it back to a little bit of of light i think at least mm-hmm. with the name aurelion in 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 that sense and and light is very important fundament i would say in 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 really providing um, uh, connectivity in that sense because it's very much based on 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 the fiber and lighting the fiber and and then distributing a lot of connectivity through that and i think also then really looking at our our, our visual identity, because I think this is a very important to combine it. The name is just not just a name, but it is a name, right? Mm-hmm. But but it's very important also to tie that to the to the visual identity and really to make that very clear on what we focus on as an organization and what we tend to want to be the best at. And it it, it is really to connect people, uh, organizations, and, and continents, cities, and, and societies together uh, and, and really make sure that, we, that we're that fabric, essentially, in the ecosystem uh, to, to enable connectivity to everyone. Yeah, no, that's, yeah that's no, just, uh, just, just to add to that, mm-hmm. I think, uh, um, I mean, we were all uh, very excited to see the work coming out of the, the rebranding, and okay. I think a lot of us, when we saw the visual identity, uh, we just felt instantaneously that, yeah, this is us, this right? This makes sense, uh, yeah. You, you see the sort of asterisk yes. thing where um, where the uh, uh, the different crossroads or the, the fibers come together, right? And, and uh, that turning into a globe, um, I think it resonates with a lot of people internally and hopefully externally as well. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, uh, I'm excited. And I think also, it's I was getting tired of going to Wall Street and other organization and say, this is Telia Carrier, this is what they do. And this is Telia. Because uh, so a lot of my time was always spent of explaining the difference between the two. So I think from from my perspective, uh, I, I think that's in that's very important. Uh, you know, yeah, from, and, I, and I think I think also with with the with the name a little bit, right? We we are I, I think they are heritage is of course from the fact that we are 
sprung out of the Nordic region right. in, in, in Europe, right? But at the same time, the, the, the new name and the identity is really truly global from that perspective. And, and I think that we, we also spent quite an extensive time and effort really in trying to, to, you know, test the name and make sure that it actually works in all the different languages mm -hmm. that we're interacting with and, and, and things like that as well, right? And that it has a, at least what we believe is a positive connotation in, in all the different languages as well fingers that we crossed. interact with, at least, right? Yeah, fingers crossed, right? But uh, because it is always it is always challenging uh, mm -hmm. with a name, and it is also a great opportunity to set a little bit of a, a new direction and a new foundation for what for what we do as well, and 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 energize both internally and externally to the market as well. Yeah, that's now. I'm assuming you did some like branding survey. What kind of outputs did you get on some of that survey work that you've done that came back to you? Right. Well, uh, I think uh, I mean it all starts with uh, with our customers, mm -hmm. right? I mean we we typically pride ourselves for for being focused on our customers, so we were really excited about the the feedback that we <laughs> that we were going to get from them, and mm -hmm. uh, and I think um, uh, first of all it was very it was very positive to almost to the point that it made us blush a little bit because uh, um, uh, we got a lot of uh, a good feedback back that confirmed you mm -hmm. know where where we saw ourselves and it all also helped us towards uh uh selecting a, a position that we want to continue to be known for for defining quality in our space and, and and simplifying something that is traditionally associated with more friction perhaps than uh, uh than uh, a smooth customer experience right so i think it, it confirmed that but it also uh, i think brought to light that there's a lot of um um people potential customers that have absolutely no idea of, of who we are right, right. Uh, right so even if even if we um uh were you know two and a half times uh as probable to be selected for the next purchase among those who know us right uh then most of our prospects still have very limited knowledge of who we are so i think that goes back to the point about you know can we through this rebranding uh make ourselves known better uh can we select a position that is more focused more to the point then i think that uh, that uh, uh goes along uh goes a long way i think otherwise uh what we did was also to to reevaluate our uh, our strategy looking mm -hmm. at uh, the market space right, so you took that, that opportunity to reevaluate that. that's great yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so uh uh so i think um, on on that point um uh, we definitely saw a lot of uh, opportunities uh, to reach out to the new and broader customer uh, segments, uh, even in the, the market spaces where we're currently present in, in Europe and, uh, and North America. Uh, and uh, we feel very confident that we, uh, that we can grow also uh, in those spaces, even though we've been uh, a driving force of, of uh, uh, at least our little part of the industry for quite some time. No, that's great. Yeah, and I think go, go ahead, Stefan. And I may, maybe just in ad addition a little bit there. I think, of course, as, as Johan said, it's very important and 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 uh, really getting the feedback from our existing clients and from our potential clients is great. But it was also one of the the other because we, it's it's been a work maybe ongoing for a little bit less than a, than a year, maybe eight nine months or something like that. But also then to really make sure that we have a great involvement within the organization at the same time as well to sort of pull out a little bit of what what do the 
people working in the organization actually feel about working in it and what's what's our own perception of ourselves, what's our client's perception of us. And the best and the strongest possibility you can get to really to to really make a a a, a brand and a visual identity stick with everyone is if that happens to match each other, at least to some extent, maybe no, you can never get it to match perfectly, right? But but at least to some extent, I think that that's where we found something where where we could sort of crystallize something out that that both worked externally and also internally in that sense of really crystallizing out that that uh, that focus that we have as an organization in that case. Yeah, no, I think that's that's great. I mean, I, I, I the way I explain it to some of my staff when we had the meeting. Review. I said many things have changed, right? But customer expectations are still the same. They want that secure, reliable point of view. And I think that being said, regarding this rebranding, it was more than just about a name, right? Yeah, you know, and and setting it's establishing this new strategy, this new vision. So, what things have, have stayed the same, and what things you see have changed a little bit? I know you mentioned the the impact on COVID, but anything else you want to add on top of that? Yeah, no, but but I but I think that it, it, certain things, of course, uh, will 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 surely stay the same, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're still the same people in the organization. Right. We, we we still believe very much in the same thing about the essence and the importance of of uh, of uh, connectivity from 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 that perspective, right? But. I think what what really has has uh, changed, and I, what I can feel really has changed in that sense, is that being our being our uh, our our own separate organization in this case, it brings a lot of clarity and focus to what we're doing, uh, and and to really ensure that we sort of elevate the game in in what we're uh, what we're known for, uh, and and I think that that's. As if I look at energy in the organization, I think that that's really what I'm seeing is 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 the biggest change from that perspective, and also in terms of how we interact with uh, with our uh, with our clients. Then looking at a change from an external point of view, then and and in and in the market space, I would say that of course a lot of things were were sort of on its way to change a little bit already. I think it was deeply accelerated by the pandemic uh, from the perspective of moving from, you know, a little bit uh, closed environments in, 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 in the corporate environments and, you know, networking and, and things like that to actually flick it to a way where where internet is almost the most vital part for communication, right? And, and uh and that was not necessarily the way that it was seen. I think we were on that trajectory already as uh, globally, right, in, in, in the market space, but it was really accelerated very quickly uh, during that time frame. And I think that that also, of course, plays into what we feel that we're really good at and, and, and what we feel that we have appreciation from our customers from as well then with the, with the, the importance of Internet and, and that entire ecosystem uh, and and uh, and and players in in that ecosystem essentially, right? So, so yeah, I think no, that no, they're, they're, yeah, yeah. Just just to add to that, I I think um, you know um, someone described uh, uh, the effects of of the uh, pandemic and all the lockdowns, right? As uh, you know, three years of digitalization in three months, more or less, right? And <laughs> right. I think it it hasn't gone back right, right. Uh, it's more or less just uh, uh, continued on that uh, that path right and for us um, i think uh, um, it accelerates the the demand for bandwidth both 
towards the internet, but also uh, in general data data center environment, which is precisely what we're what we're good at. And I and then I think if you combine that with also an an owner in this case a financial investor who's all, who's all 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 of their interest is just seeing us grow and develop, uh, then we're set we've set ourselves out to just accelerate uh, in a lot um, um, in, in a much more focused way around uh, around our our core right yeah. uh, so I think uh, what stays the same is that customer obsession right and yes. the people <laughs> behind it right yeah. but what's uh, uh, really changed is I think both the pace at which we expand our network so uh, we're setting out to, to double the uh, a number of uh, IP and, and Ethernet pops that we add to our network uh, each uh, each quarter and also uh, more the the sales force and, and the pace at which we're adding people to to our staff as well uh, because out of uh, out of the uh, uh, 70,000 or so AS numbers that make out up the the global internet right we're still we're still only scratching the surface uh, with a uh, roughly uh, 2300 or so uh, mm-hmm. on our network today right so um, we believe that there's a lot more out there to, uh, to be had. Yeah, no, this is great because you touched on justifying in the validation, which is a question I was going to ask related to expansion and justifying the growth and even the changing of addressing the sales organization. Now, maybe just a few more points to touch on, if you don't mind. Um, uh, customer experience has always been a top priority for Talia Carrier, and, and you've won many awards in the past related to what you guys review as the, the nice ethical company. I talked to Stefan um, uh, about that, but how are you planning to keep that and developing in this area? And what are some of the challenges that you identify as you start this whole rebranding campaign? Well, I, 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 I would write to, like to flick that one to rather see it as an opportunity. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, uh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Because I, 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 I think in, 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 and going back to it a little bit, I, I, I think what we, what we have done and what we started working on very much a, a few years back, I think is really to see that, okay, the, the clients that we're interacting with and the, and the customers that we're interacting with, we're interacting with them in, in many different touch points and many different parts of those organizations as well that we're interacting with. And I think that, you're only measured by every interaction, not by the first interaction. The first interaction may be very important, but it's every interaction in that 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 journey that is that is very important, right? And I think you will never you will never be done. I think in 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 terms of you know how well can you service your customer? It's how well you communicate in all in all parts of it. And I think it's also a matter of really making sure that. But even the ones that aren't customer facing in the organization actually understand that the work that they're doing is also important for the customer's experience of our organization as well. So because you're actually providing service for someone that is interacting with the with the with the customers mm-hmm. in that case. And I think that is that is something that, that I think you, you can only continue to improve on that because that, that will never be. You, you can never say that now we're done, you <laughs> right, know, with, right. with customer experience. Now, now we yeah, finally that's when you lose customers, it, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah. so I think you need to have that obsession throughout the organization mm. to make sure, and that you can always continue working with, right? Because that yeah. that's yeah. very important. 
And I, and I think just to, to add to that, I mean, we've always felt that we've had world-class people inside of organiz- mm-hmm. our organization and a, and a customer service organization that's generally more uh, skilled, more like a second tier um, um, uh, specialized organization than, than most, uh, you know, inbound call center-like setups, right? And I think our, our objective is to put more tools and more information in the hands of, uh, of uh, uh, our people to make them respond faster and be more, more proactive. Uh, so re- uh, replacing parts of our inventory system, uh, uh, linking that to service impact analyzers, experimenting with AI and those kind of uh, things that really put uh, our people a bit ahead of the curve. Uh, mm-hmm. I think those are the things that might might make a dif- difference. And then also, I mean, in terms of challenges, I think uh, one of the things that uh, uh, that we're trying to uh, cope with a little bit as, as part of uh, um, the aftermath of COVID is just, you know, making sure that people stay connected when we can't travel, we can't meet up, right? Uh, so that we don't um, uh, work in, in silos, but rather have collaboration across the, the company. So that will be a continued focus from, from our yeah, no, this is this is excellent. Maybe um, since we have a few minutes left, any closing remarks that uh, either you want to add to this? Uh, well, I, I from from my my perspective, I think it, it, it it's uh, it, it's very much. Uh, I, I'm 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 really at a stage right now where I'm I feel very proud of what we have achieved so far, uh, and of course also then. Looking at uh, at, at uh, our new uh, brand name, but more so the visual identity, and I hope that everyone that is on this this call or that is listening in actually takes an opportunity and actually give a bit of feedback uh, on it as well uh, uh, on 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 our visual identity and 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 the feel of that because I I, I feel that that's that's really something that that we want to be known for and and really build on going forward as well. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, I would say then we'll conclude this uh, this webinar unless you wanted to ask something, Johan. But I think just to note, make sure I don't forget, is to the audience, this webinar will also be converted to a podcast, which will be syndicated in some of your favorite podcast platforms. So make sure you hit the like button uh, and click on more uh, options to, to go. So with that being said, Stefan, Johan, hopefully you can join us again. And, and and thanks for joining us. Thank you, Ray. It's good thanks to for having you. us. And I'd like to thank the audience for participating and stay tuned for the next events that we have coming further. With that, I'll say goodbye and have a good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Deep Edge Podcast. Make sure to follow Ray Moda on Twitter and LinkedIn at Armoda. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. Want even more? Head over to acgcc.com to access exclusive bonus content. Till next time.